I'm Ryan. And I'm Nick. And you're listening to Going Offsides, presented by the Lacrosse Collective on the Lacrosse All-Stars Podcast Network. All right, so I'm here with Alesh Golub from Slovenia, and he is going to talk to us today about lacrosse in Slovenia. And uh, yeah, Alesh, why don't you introduce yourself? Uh, so I'm Alesh, I'm 25 years old. Uh, I come from Slovenia, from the capital, uh, Ljubljana. Uh, uh, before I met lacrosse, I was uh, swimming for 11 years, and now for the past six years, uh, I play uh Play lacrosse and yeah it's been uh just wonderful being here so thanks for having me uh, i want to uh, tell you guys about uh, lacrosse in slovenia and maybe some of my experiences along with it absolutely so won't you first tell us you know how did you discover lacrosse you know lacrosse is not big in slovenia or or in most of eastern europe so you know how did you find it how did you start playing it you know, any anything like that. Uh, so yeah, my first experience was actually uh, six years ago. I was uh, going through Facebook, and at that time, uh, the new club was uh, invented. Uh, it's called the Lacrosse Club Olympia, and they had a like a digital advertisement. And I saw the ad on Facebook, and I was like, okay, I'm. I'm uh, I'm going to try. I mean, I was I didn't know about lacrosse at all at that time. Uh, so it was just after I finished swimming, so maybe like a year later. And and I was like, OK, maybe I should try a different sport. I don't know what it is. It looks fun. And and that's how I got into it. And on first practice, I remember uh, there were three guys. Uh, they put a stick in my hand, no helmet, nothing. And <laughs> like, uh, we just played some catch because there was not enough guys for a real practice or anything. And around 20 passes in, I, I got hit uh, with the ball into my nose and I started bleeding. So uh, that, that's my first experience with lacrosse. <laughs> yeah, and you still, well, that happened and you still liked it enough to come back. So that's pretty good. Um, mm. So, you know, you mentioned the club Olympia. That that's where you you found out about lacrosse and you started playing. Are there many clubs in Slovenia, or is that the only one? Uh, that's uh, one of three clubs. So we okay. have two men's clubs and one uh, women club, and they are all like separated entities, let's say. Uh, but for example, uh, the guys we train together. So guys from the both teams we train together because there's just not enough of us and it's beneficial mm -hmm. for all of us that we train together and uh yeah and they maybe the other team uh so lacrosse club ljubljana they're more focused on uh youth lacrosse but other than that we we accept everybody uh even if women if they miss you know and they come to men's practice we always welcome them and then we show them a way to train with the girls. So, and we sometimes even mix together guys and girls, uh, just to have some fun, to have more players in. And uh, you can always learn. I think in lacrosse, whatever it is, even if it's two guys or twenty guys at practice, it's uh, the the same thing in the end. 
it's it's lacrosse yeah okay and so how many guys you know what what's the biggest practice you've ever been to in slovenia how, how many people i would say around uh 18 something like that 18 uh, okay. it was before the euros 2016 mm -hmm. uh at that time our canadian guy uh, already came over because uh, he was playing with us uh, ben utrosa uh and yeah that was one of the biggest practices we had but some of the guys then didn't join us at the europeans which is a bit of a shame but yeah still uh that was one of the biggest and that's, maybe that's right awesome. now we are at around 10 to 15 guys at practice so that's pretty good i've talked to <clears> some <throat> other countries and, and they would be happy to have 10 to 15 at, at, a, at a practice so yeah that, that's really good um how many people i mean i know you probably don't know the exact number but if you could give us you know an estimate of how many people you think are playing lacrosse in slovenia you know between all three clubs men's and women's mm, i would say around 20 25 something like that okay yes yeah, so so especially it's still, the it's still very small and growing outside. right mm-hmm you know, do you have any idea how, you know, you started six years ago. Do you, do you know anybody from uh, the club that you started off at that was there from the beginning that kind of, you know, have, have they ever told you how it all started? Uh, yeah, I heard some uh, stories. I'm not sure if the maybe three guys that are still in the in lacrosse in Slovenia, they were there from the beginning. Uh, but these are my, my co-captain my coach and one of other players. Uh, but I do know that it started in Slovenia 16 years ago. Okay. So it's been around for quite a while and was uh, brought here by Steve Fish. Uh, he comes from Wales. Uh, he brought some gear with him and he had, uh, he connected with, uh, I think, Aviano Air Base, something like that in Italy. Uh, so Air Force Base uh, and uh, he connected with the Americans and they came to practices. They came to play at the tournaments at that time with, uh, I think, Austrians the most. And I know they attended some great tournaments in Berlin and Stuttgart. Mm -hmm. uh, so, yeah, I think uh, a lot's been going on even before that. And I do know there was a bit of like pause uh, between some years because there was just no players. And right. Olympia is now the club that's, uh, I mean, the one with the longest still, like, uh, uh, history. Still I mean, where guys can still play around uh, mm -hmm. seven years now. And yeah, we're looking to grow the game even more. So, yeah. That's fantastic. So what, you know, I, I know you mentioned the Facebook advertisement. That's kind of how they got you involved. You know, what kind of things are the clubs doing to grow the game and to get more people to play? So mostly what we do is we just do like uh, we go through the park, uh, Tivoli, and it's one of the biggest uh, where we play catch and we just invite people, random people that come or if they look interested, we just show him the stick, we show him the like the you know, stick the ball and here it is, you can play if you want. And so that's one of the main things we do. And uh, we just yeah do promotions like this. 
we are not really involved like in any uh, so formal promotions, mm -hmm. uh, but we try to work on that more. Uh, so this year, in the end of September, we will uh, attend like uh, it's European Week of Sport. It's a uh, all European uh, like let's say a holiday where we mm -hmm. celebrate sport and just trying to get people involved in sports and we're trying to bring lacrosse into that too so it's uh it's sponsored by the olympic committee of slovenia and mm -hmm. trying to get in and just try to introduce the sport to as many people as we can we'll have our own stand there so i think it's gonna be a like a good event if i hope we can make it okay. happen yeah yeah Definitely, definitely. And uh, what do you do? And sorry, just go ahead. One more thing, if I can add, we we also go to to schools, as uh, high schools, elementary schools, to try to get the uh, so the youth into the yeah. game too. Yeah. Have you found that to be somewhat effective? Like, have you gotten a few new people by by going to the schools to come out and mm. try it? To be honest, I don't think we got any new like directly from the schools, but mm -hmm. I think they are like interested somehow, but maybe they have other sports, they are into it already and it's hard for them to to play one more sport or to spend money on new sports and stuff like right, that. Right, right. You just need the people that are burnt out from soccer their whole lives, right? To, to quit soccer and start playing lacrosse. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that would perfect. be the best. Perfect, uh, perfect. So what kind of, you know, have you have you participated in the European Championships, or is that something you plan on doing in the future? Uh, so yeah, in 2016, we were on our first uh, European Championships. Uh, I think it was 16 of us. I'm not sure. Uh, it was a great experience. Uh, met a lot of great people, uh, new connections. Uh, for me, I was around two years in the game and half of the team was at around the same skill level. So it was it was somehow hard, but still a lot of fun playing there, playing with, I don't know, the, some of the best teams uh, in the world, mm -hmm. for example, Israel and uh, Belgium. Uh, Germany. Yeah. Germany, yeah. yeah, we didn't play them, but still, yeah, just a lot of fun watching them, uh, seeing the atmosphere, uh, looking like the some of the best European players play there, and mm -hmm. uh, it was great experience. Yeah. Okay, and then are you planning on attending next year as well to the European Championships? Uh, yes, we do. Uh, okay, we are we already applied, so it's a shame it couldn't be this year. Uh, this year, but for for us, it's uh, great because we have one one more year to to prepare. Yeah. Right, right. And so how many people typically go with you to to these tournaments? How many people would you say are on the on the men's national team? Uh you mean right now or Yeah, yeah. Mm, right now let's say we have around 12 13 people. Okay. Yeah. So you need a few more just on to the make, roster. Yeah, to get a little depth. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Very cool. And then is your goal, obviously, to do well enough at the European Championships to, to get an invitation to the World Championships? Uh, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> that's a, <laughs> it's a hard question. I mean, on the, 
on the last Europeans, we finished uh, last. So we have a lot uh, to work on, but if the Europeans, I mean, of course they'll happen. Uh, I hope next year all the pandemics and all that will be done with. Uh, but yeah, we play with friends uh, and we have some unsettled <laughs> uh, things with them because we lost with them the last time. So hopefully next year we will beat them. And the other opponent in the group stage is uh, Finland, and they were third, mm -hmm. uh, I think, yeah, yeah, in the last so Europeans. Well. So uh, <laughs> that's gonna be a bit harder. And I'm not sure about the like, what are the rules? Who can go where or when? Yeah. So I'm just trying always when I'm on the field, just try to have fun and play my best game, and that's it. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe it's a little too early to be be thinking about worlds, but you know, you never know what can happen. Mm. Small steps. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. So, you know, in a lot, it, it's different in every country. How hard is it for you? Do you have to, you know, call friends, or do you have to order it from, you know, one of the, you know, the German lacrosse shop? How do you get your lacrosse gear? Mm. So there are many different ways. I think now that Europe is uh, so open, uh, there are not many difficulties. Uh, for example, we order from the Captain Likes or Northern Soul uh, Sportswear from uh, the UK. Okay. And sometimes if it's a bigger order and we like kind of the money and also the ditch pays for its part and mm -hmm. the customs too then uh, we order from usa also so uh, all, all the different options uh, but right now i think we're pretty good like loaded with quite some of the gear we don't mm -hmm. have that much problems with that we just uh need more players to yeah. pick it up and play the game you know so yeah that's, that's good one less mm -hmm. problem to have you know mm -hmm. So you you mentioned France. Are there any other countries uh, that you like to play against, or that you would consider a rival yet, or countries that you scrimmage against? Uh, so I would actually more consider my rivals uh, or our our, our rivals uh, teams from other countries like that are surrounding us. Mm -hmm. uh, so we we play a league called the New Lacrosse League. Mm -hmm. And it's consisted last year. It's been uh, Hungary, Austria, uh, and Slovenia and Slovakia. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And this year, I think it's just three countries. But still, it's we are playing as as uh, like as clubs. So maybe our biggest rivals are Graz Gladiators Lacrosse from uh, so from Graz and Vienna Monarchs and. Uh, from Budapest and Slovakia yeah, at the moment. And always okay. we are having good... Uh, Go and always we have good games with uh, Croatia players too, yeah. Okay. Croatia okay, and so for the people in America that don't 100% know where Slovenia is, they're not too familiar with that part of Europe, what, what countries are neighboring you? So we are neighbored by uh, Italy, uh, Austria, Hungary, uh, and Croatia on the okay. south. Yeah, that's awesome. That's a beautiful part of the world. I, I have been to Italy a few times. I went to um, Dubrovnik last time I was in Europe. 
So mm. yeah, I need, I've never been to my, my mom. So my mom's from Germany. She grew up uh, vacationing in Slovenia and she says it's just gorgeous. So mm. what, uh, so what languages other than Slovenian do, or how, how do you say, is it Slovene or is it uh, Slovenian? I think it's slow Slovene. I'm not sure. Okay. <laughs> okay. What other languages do do people in Slovenia speak? Uh, so yeah, I would say we are pretty fluent in uh, English uh, mm -hmm. because we just have a good uh, school system. Uh, so we and and that television, for example, we have subtitles. Mm -hmm. So you can learn from, I don't know, from cartoons or from movies all mm -hmm. the time. And yeah, from elementary school till high school, you can like learn 10 to 12 years of English all the time. So that's one language I think, especially the youth, we are pretty good at. Uh, then we have uh, maybe German, mm -hmm. uh, Croatian, Serbo, Bosnian. Uh, so <laughs> this is yeah. all... Uh, All the like countries around like, you. <laughs> yeah, ex-Yugoslavian languages. Uh, mm. So, and then, I don't know, maybe Italian. Uh, but still, it, it depends. Uh, which part of Slovenia you come from. Also, those that neighbor, you know, they're closest to border. We have the borders. We have those small entities that uh, have, like, two two language schools. And... So they can learn the language. I mean, they are obligated. I think I'm not sure about that mm -hmm. to learn the language uh, uh, that that's bordering. You know, so very cool. Yeah. So are you able to? I, I know you mentioned so you have some English TV. Are you able to get access to to watch professional lacrosse here in, in, from America? Uh, so legally, no, we don't. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but with a VPN, anything is possible, right? Yeah, something like that. Okay, perfect, perfect. So I, I mean, then there's also YouTube, right? So you probably, yeah, yeah mm -hmm. you probably watch yeah. a lot on YouTube, and and so what what players have influenced you, and what are some of your favorite players that you you get to watch uh, through YouTube or whatever other way? Uh, so for me, uh, I I used to play MIDI. I don't play mm -hmm. MIDI anymore. I'll tell you about that later, but. Uh, <laughs> so my one of my biggest like uh, influences I think were I mean YouTube influences were uh, Sergio Salcido, uh, Kyle Harrison, and uh, Zach Goodrich from mm -hmm. Towson. Yeah, uh, and yeah. So to go back to why I don't play media anymore. So this year I volunteered to to go into the Chris to play goalie. Mm -hmm. Uh, and it was solely because uh, we didn't have anyone playing goalie and we needed somebody to to go to Europeans and play goalie, you know, for the national team. And I volunteered. I just, I mean, I knew what I can expect, but mm -hmm. uh, really hard mouth, let's say. And uh, I mean, I just guess I'm le less afraid and maybe it was even beneficial for me to play MIDI for so long because it just... Uh, you're so much better with the, the stick and yeah. So it's great. I, I, I definitely agree. I definitely agree that that's helpful. Mm. Plus you understand sh how shooting works and, and when shots are coming and, you know, maybe where they're going to head. So you can anticipate that. I mean, it's like catching a very hard pass, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <Somewhere>. <laughs> 
Uh, but still, it's it's still a long way. Like I've been in the golf for just a couple of months, so I know I have a lot to to work on. Yeah, yeah, it's no problem. I'm sure you'll be fine. Um, did I hear a rumor that uh, one way or another, your one of your your favorite players, Sergio Salcido, came over to Slovenia? Um, we tried to make this happen, but in mm -hmm. the end, uh, I think there was just not enough uh applications mm -hmm. uh from the players so we wanted to we just invited like a couple of surrounding countries the players from these countries to come to this clinic but in the end it was just i don't know not enough people coming over and yeah in the end it didn't happen but oh. maybe in the in the future yes yeah, yeah. No yeah, worries. I'll, so. I'll cut that part out. Mark, Mark, <laughs> okay. Mark from Lax All Stars had mentioned that, so I, I wanted to definitely ask about it. Yeah, I know. Cool. I was running that project, and I really, I just, I put a lot of effort into it. But uh, if it's not meant to be, it's not meant to be. You know. <laughs> yeah, maybe in a couple of years, right? <laughs> when when you can get a bigger crowd. Um, okay. Is there anything you wanted to add about, you know, lacrosse, lacrosse in Slovenia, life in Slovenia, anything at all like that? Uh, I have a couple of things on my mind. So uh, I'll start with, uh, so we had just before the pandemics, basically uh, two days before it was like officially uh, in Slovenia, like design, like, I don't know what mm -hmm. the word is. Uh, if you can help me, <laughs> I can try. And it was introduced or something like that. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. So before, you know, we we had to be on the lockdown and none of the activities uh, were allowed to be to continue. So we had Brian Whitmer over for national team uh, clinic. So okay. yeah. Great. So he was here for a couple of days. Uh, I know that he enjoyed Slovenia very much, and even all the other like player players, coaches, players we had over that were here for a few days. They all just had all the best to say about Slovenia, the people, the country. I mean, not in many places in the world you can say that in one day you can go to the mountains, and in two hours you can be at the seaside. You know, so that just. It's a huge, huge advantage for us. We we just need to like respect and cherish what we have here more uh, because it's just not the same like in maybe some other places in the world. So yeah, I'm definitely proud that like Slovenia has so much to offer. So yeah. So yeah, I have a funny story actually from uh, like what I experienced two months ago. So we had a that new girl coming uh, to practice. Uh, she's uh, living in Slovenia now. She's from Ukraine. Uh, she's in international school. Uh, and she was just Googling because she was playing before in England uh, lacrosse, you know. And she Googles and she founds about uh, so women's, women's lacrosse club Olympia. And she was afraid to contact them because uh, they thought, we, like, we she thought uh, we were so professional like <laughs> olympia it's a well-known like sports club name in, mm -hmm. in slovenia and further uh further in, in europe you know the soccer club the 
basketball club, the hockey mm-hmm. clubs, they're all like the best clubs, uh, like in Slovenia, at least in Ljubljana. So, and of course we have like this huge span and uh, with the name and yeah, we, we try to, we try to use this also to our advantage, like in social media and stuff like that. Uh, but it, it's good that she came in the end and she found out there were like three, four girls just playing there and it's nothing big deal, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's now in the game uh, I mean, with us training. And she brought two of her schoolmates too. And one is from uh, Ukraine, the other is from Russia. So yeah, now we train together and the guy said like uh, he he wanted to, to, to apply here for like being a professional soccer player or somewhat professional, like playing like second or first league, maybe even in right. Slovenia. Uh, he's like also one of the youngest. He's I think 18, 19 years old, but he just he just lost all the motivation because they didn't accept him in that soccer team when where he was training. He didn't get the passes. He he was just you know a foreigner. So mm-hmm. and then he came for lacrosse. Uh, along with this guy, a Russian guy, and he just said, like, I, I felt so accepted. We were, ju- we we're just talking about that, like, a few days ago, and that that's what lacrosse should be about, just uh, having, like, people over because of the fun and the respect yeah. for each other and uh, the friendship. Absolutely. Absolutely. Elish, thank oh. you so much for your time, and uh, stay tuned, everybody, for another episode of uh, Going Offsides Goes Overseas. All right. Thanks, Nick. It was great uh, talking to you. You, do, you as Bye. well. All right. Bye-bye. Yeah. See ya.